Well, welcome to this week's Sanctuary First podcast. I've got with me here this morning Laura Dagen, who's been working with us as our um, social media um, worker, or what do you know, it is. And also we have also, we've got uh, Linda Pollock here, who's the minister in Postle Park. Park. And we've been working together, actually, on the service, uh, which is coming up on the 24th of November, about an inheritance of love. And we've had quite an interesting conversation this morning, haven't we? Yes, it's worked quite well, yeah. hasn't it? Yep. So what we've been thinking about is uh, trying to get people to think and send us in some of their stories of uh, bits of love that they've inherited from the various people and just people have loved us in certain ways or in kindliness, kindness has been given to us and it's changed us and somehow it's shaped us and it's been part of our inheritance. You were telling me a wee bit about a, a, a teacher at school. Yeah, an RE teacher. This is Linda. Yeah, Jim Thompson. He uh, used to teach RE in the olden days and it wasn't an RE lesson, it was a gospel message. <laughs> and he would say, when you leave this classroom and go home and a bus hits you, are you going to spend eternity in heaven or in oh, hell? Oh, God. Scared us to death. <laughs> but, but there was more to him than that because it was all about how his actions showed love. I mean, I grew up in Loyalist West Belfast. There wasn't a whole lot of love evident there in the streets, certainly. And to go to school every day, to me, was a big adventure because I would see Mr. Thompson, or as the, the, the ruffians called him, Jimmy Jesus. Because he, was, right? he just proclaimed gospel <laughs> all the time. And uh, Jimmy Jesus carried a gun because he was a part-time polis. <laughs> and, and he would do kung fu, and he would karate chop the, the bad boys, because he, you know, he was a black belt in karate, and he would, he'd walk into his classroom, and he'd be on his thumbs doing press-ups, and he was a small man and a slight man, and all this was designed to terrify these crazy boys and who were actually junior paramilitary men, and turns out three or four of them ended up committing mass murder. Oh, no. Um, and... They were in my classroom. Anyway, but what, what Mr. Thompson did for me was give me a love of scripture. Um, he also encouraged me to learn the guitar. And he'd take us away every weekend in life to a wee rundown cottage in the back end of nowhere from the streets of Belfast. It was only like 45 minutes drive away into the heart of the country. And we went to a cottage with no running water, no flushing toilet, uh, no electricity, but a big fire and him with his 12 string guitar that he always played the same rhythm <laughs> on for every song, no matter what it was. And would, would, I'd bring some, some sausages and Pauline would bring tatties and Linda would bring some veggies. And we'd just, a whole crowd of us, 15 of us would sit around that fire and we'd eat our dinner and then we'd go and sleep in these skanky, nasty mattresses. And it didn't matter, but sleeping bags. But around that fire, he would open up scripture and he would teach us the basics. And then we'd go away for a week because he ran a scripture union camp and we'd have a whole week of scripture union camp. And then in his own time again, he would have the first week in July in this wee place called Raffrey where we'd go and we'd cut turf. And what he taught me was the hard work, the value of hard work, working together, even digging the, the, the big hole to bury the chemical wow. toilet. That was all about love. And he did it in his own time. He did it in his own money. He used his own car. He got no funding from nobody. Nothing. And he did it. And even if we hadn't enough food, he'd just put his hand in his pocket and, and go and buy it. And that was, to me, that's, that's discipleship. Absolutely. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? It's these people like that all over the country, youth workers, that have shaped people's lives. I mean, you, as you talk about that, I just think of a couple, I could think of a number, but I think of one couple, Janie and Ian McDougall at one time, 
and they, they lived out in Kirtley and they, they had a big house mm -hmm. and they had the, the, the basement that they opened up to the, the, the uh, when we used to go sometimes to the, when I used to go to the, the Finley Memorial Tabernacle in Glasgow uh, for the, the youth group and they, he, they had a Bible class, uh, it was a Christian endeavour on the Wednesday but then in the Sunday, in the Saturday evening when you got older you could go down to the club and it was down in their home and it was a big basement area but they opened it up and there was table tennis and there was all sorts of things and they opened their home uh, for you know a number of years and you think now you think back and you reflect back on the the commitment that's involved yeah. in all of this mm -hmm. that people have made commitments to shape people's lives and you know there's others as well that did similar things in my life that you look back and you see wow Look at they shaped our lives by giving us opportunities. You know? Give them of themselves. Uh -huh. You know, the, the give of yourself is what it's about. Uh, you know, we, we talk about being busy in our world today and not having time for this, that, or the mm -hmm. other. And, and the way people drive so to save time, what do they do with all that time? And that's it's about giving of ourselves, mm -hmm. the way Christ gave of Himself. Mm -hmm. You know, just building relationships, just digging deep. And not just these superficial Sunday morning, how you doing, you know? So it'd be great. We want to hear more stories about people's inheritance of love, you know, what's been passed on to them. It's just such an important aspect of, of our lives. Uh, and where, we, where, where, where would we be without that? And so that's what we've been looking at in this service. And uh, we've been planning to, to put this service on the 24th of uh, November in Falkirk Trinity Church at 4pm. And the... Uh, Folks are really invited to come and be part of that and enjoy it. Um, so, what have you got to tell us, Laura? Come on, you must have a story to tell us. Um, about well, about somebody that's in, um, given me an inheritance of uh -huh. love. Thinking about, I'm actually thinking about like teachers that have inspired me. This isn't, um, and thinking, you know, maybe not so much in a in a Christian way, but in a in a like holistic way. Um, I had a really wonderful um, violin teacher whenever I was um, a teenager and he was so inspiring. He had had quite a musical career himself and he just took such an interest in all his pupils. And I know that he wouldn't, it got to a point where he wouldn't even take money, you know, for, for lessons because mm -hmm. he, just, he just wanted to encourage you and encourage a musical gift and he would get us together, he'd get, we'd get other, you know, his other pupils, he'd get us all together and then we would, uh, we would rehearse and then we would go and play at like, um, you know, um, old people's homes and things like that and he just gave us such a love of music but also this love of, you know, kind of sharing music together and then sharing it with other people as well. But he also took an interest in things that, you know, that we liked personally, you know, and we, he would take us on, like, day trips. I remember <coughs> us taking us, like, to Aaron, you know, on the boat, and we would, you know, and there was some people that were interested in photography, and, you know, he would, like, oh, well, we could go and we'll take pictures up there, and, you know, get really quite, quite artistic. So it wasn't just music, he was really trying to, you know, you know, encourage us as, you know, is like creative human beings it was um it was just such an inspiration and nothing was too much and that's what i found julie it was is this giving a time you know when he wasn't thinking about how much he could earn 
it was like you seen that people were, you know, they were enthusiastic, they wanted to learn, they wanted to share. So he wanted to do that and just <laughs> encourage as many of us as, as possible. And so he really instilled in me this like like love of music and wanting to share it. It's just um I was a really special man. Really Isn't that amazing man. how we can we can when we start talking like this we can talk about good things. You know, we could have had a conversation in the same way, Linda, today, or, or, or Laura, and I could have said, who is it that really, you know, spikes you out, you know, makes you, makes you angry, it makes you, you know, gets you, gets you annoyed? And before long, we could quite easily start <laughs> sharing oh, yeah. that, isn't it? Easy, you know, yeah. easy, easy. easy. <clears throat> and, and at the end of the day, it's not good. But to actually start talking about praise, seeing the, the smile on people's faces, seeing the smile on both of your faces as you talk about these people, and I just think about the few folks who have helped me in my life, it, it's amazing. And I know I just feel the now like full, I like love and warmth yeah. and just these kind of memories like starting to kind of go through my head and I feel like my smile is just getting bigger and bigger. It's um, it's really beautiful. And, that, and that's what, that. and that's what we pass on. And, and that's what see oh by oh, the way this is who is this? <laughs> this is Linda's clock it's a Muku clock a Muku clock <laughs> so yes well there you go I wonder if that should wind the whole thing up but uh, listen thank you very much for listening to our, our podcast today and uh, all on, on a whole discussion here about an inheritance of love it's such a rich, rich theme to explore and I think we can make such a difference in, in so many people's lives. Sometimes we don't realise the difference we're making in someone's yeah. life, mm -hmm. but it's the, the little kindnesses that you'll be shown. Mm -hmm. Well, what's that old saying? <coughs> people won't remember what you said, but how you treated them. Mm -hmm. And I think that says everything. Do you know, mm -hmm. just one word, i just tie it up with this one wee story. Many years ago, when I went to, was thinking and forming the Vine Trust, I went down to the local bank manager with three businessmen and we asked him for a loan to set up the little shop branches in the town, the bank manager. And um, the thing is this now, when I look back, these businessmen could have quite easily just given me 500 quid each but they were businessmen they knew they were going to use somebody else's money but they got the bank manager one particular man in particular John Meikle was his name and John spoke to the bank manager when he was there and he said and, it, it, and, and his name was Mr Cochran and he said to him now Mr Cochran I hope that you're going to give us this loan and give us it interest free you know? <laughs> and in those days you could do it you know, but, but he was such a gentleman Mr Cochran he looked and he said, you know, I think I could do that. And he gave us an interest-free loan of £3,000 to get the Vine Trust started. Wow. And I think years and years later, I saw Mr Cochran and he was walking along the road. He was a much older man and he was very quiet. And I stopped him and I said, Mr Cochran, I want to thank you. Do you remember you gave us a loan of £3,000? He said... Your bit of business you did that day established what is now the Vine Trust 
taking health care to 100,000 people in Amazonia and 100,000 people in Tanzania and making such a difference in the world. One man mm. in his job, yeah. but doing it well and doing it with kindness. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And he could have said, no, well, I think I want 5% or I want 6%, but he didn't. And I don't think about that. It's these things, these are almost like the inheritances, mm -hmm. the things that's passed on that you remember. And there's maybe somebody watching and listening to this today, and maybe you're in a position where you can make a decision and your decision that you make to help someone could maybe not only change one life, but change thousands of lives, yeah. Yeah. but you'll never, ever know about it. Yeah. You know? I think it would be really great if people listening would go onto the Facebook page, the Sanctuary First Facebook page, and put a comment about how people have, um, you know, given them an inheritance of love. You know that they're maybe inspired listening to us today talking about it. It'd be just, it'd be so lovely to hear and see what other people, um, how what their inheritance of love is too. Oh, uh, uh, or Sorry. even if some people would get together, what we've done, just opened up the iPhone and had a conversation yes. and sent us through, Aye. sent us off the file. And other uh -huh. phones are available. What? Other phones other are phones available. Are, <laughs> yes, yes, other phones are available. Yes, absolutely. So, yeah, that'd be great. That'd be wonderful. So, listen, thanks again for listening. And until we meet again, this is Albert Bogle signing off from Sanctuary First Podcast. And we'll try and have another one in the next few, maybe weeks, in the next... And another one on the inheritance of love. And perhaps we might even see you at a Falkirk Trinity on the 24th of November, 4 o'clock. And if you can't make it, it'll be live-streamed and there'll be interactive ways for you to take part online. Great.